Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. It is Wednesday, and I am driving to work, uh, and we have been over, uh, going over First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 23 to 27. And we looked at 23 and 24 so far. Um, now I want to look at 25 today. First Chronicles 16:25. I'm just going to read it to you, and then um, and then we'll just talk about it. it. Says, "For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. The Lord is great. You know that's just." That's awesome. We, we say God is good all the time. God is good. That whole thing. And and we say God is great. But even then, it's still kind of like an understatement. Because really, words can't put, don't match how glorious and great God is. You know what I mean? Like there's no words that can really capture really how good He is until you start walking with Him and living for Him and realizing, oh my goodness. Wow. God is amazing. He's great. He is great. Is it an understatement? Absolutely. But what other word can we use? I mean, we can use all the words in the dictionary to describe how awesome, beautiful, whatever, everything, just that God is, but that's not sufficient because God is that great. Like, is that our view? Is our view that God is great? God is great. And he's greatly to be praised. Well, like we should be wanting to and desiring to praise our God. Because he is great. And so it's kind of like this. Our view of God is going to either spurn us on to live for him more or stunt us in our spiritual growth. What I mean is if we see God as just, you know, mediocre... You know, sometimes we don't we don't say that, but sometimes people live like God is just He's okay. <laughs> he's just another thing, you know, another uh, entity that I kind of like. I go to church and whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, if God, if your God is small, your faith is going to be small. If your God is big, if He's overarching, if He's great, then your faith is going to greatly grow. And furthermore. As you see God as great, you're going to greatly praise Him. I, I used to love, I had a roommate named Dennis. He, uh, he's still at my last church, you know, and uh, he's an awesome guy. I lived with him for a while before I got married, and he just loved hymns. He loved old hymns, and he would just bust out. You know, he didn't have any instruments or whatever. He was cooking or cleaning or doing whatever he was doing, and he would just bust out and just sing, you know. He would just sing those hymns, and 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 I and I loved it. You know, I kind of be shocked at first, like, "What's that noise?" Oh, it's him singing. But it was awesome because you knew, man, this guy Dennis, he loved the Lord, and he loved to praise Him. He greatly praised Him, and he praised Him because he knew God is great. God is greatly to be praised. He inhabits the praises of His people. He loves when His kids adore him and praise him and focus on him like A.W. Tozer said God waits to be wanted he waits to be wanted respond to him in praise because he is great 
And next, sorry, I'm drinking my coffee here. And next, he is also to be feared above all gods. Lower G, when you say gods. There's only one God. That's it. There's not a plethora of gods. Like in the Old Testament times, atheism wasn't even a thing. You either believed in a bunch of gods and a multitude of gods, polytheistic, or you were monotheistic, which means you believed in one God. So in the Old Testament, you know, a lot of people, most people were polytheistic. Children of Israel were monotheistic. They believed in one God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The patriarchs there. But I love, he is, I love what it says. He is also, not only do we praise him because he's great, but he's also, now this is a call to action, which means exhortation. He also what? He also is to be feared above all gods. Feared. We have to get this word right. Uh, fear doesn't mean trembling out of paranoia. That's not what kind of fear we're talking about. If you remember years ago, I'm 41, so I remember this movie. There was that movie Cape Fear. Remember that movie with Robert De Niro? Man, that movie was like intense, right? Wasn't it? It was intense. And uh, Robert De Niro plays this like crazy dude, this 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 strong dude that was in prison, and and um, they fear him, and which means they they tremble and are scared and are worried about their well being. That's not what kind of fear is talking about here. The kind of fear we're talking about here is sure trembling, but trembling. Because you're in awe and amazement and almost, for lack of a better word, flabbergasted at how good and great God is. You're just over you're just like overwhelmed. Like, like I'm saying, there's no words to really describe it because God is that great. But he is to be feared. He is to be focused on. He is to be looked to above all what? Above all other gods. And that's lower G. Because all other gods are false gods and we have to realize that um, there is only one God uh, and that one God loves you and so we need to put that one God the God of the Bible of Abraham Isaac and Jacob above all else and God's lowercase g it could have to do also with idols those other things Maybe you're not worshiping a false god, but you're consumed with other things above God. But here it makes it clear that we're to put God above all. Above all. And that's a good and convicting question for all of us. Are we putting and placing God above all? Or are there things that we're placing before Him? And only you can answer that question. You know, that is between you and the Lord. But it's a good and a great question to ask, you know. Um, what am I putting before the God of the universe? Because whatever it is, it needs to come second, third, fourth, fifth. It needs to come after our relationship with the Lord Jesus. God needs to be above all other gods. And, you know, the, the uh, idol makers in the Old Testament, they got kind of mad because when people started accepting the Lord, started following Him, you know, um, um, the idol makers began to get less and less work because they would carve these graven images 
uh, like the Ten Commandments, you know, the no graven image. But they would carve these graven images so people can worship them. And so they started going out of business, which is a good thing, not for their business, but for people's walks with the Lord because they began to abandon these idols, these false gods, these, you know, the things they were worshiping uh, apart from the Lord. And so that's actually, that was good news, right? Whatever we're putting before God, we need to rearrange our priorities and put God at the top. Not your tribe, not your work, not even your family. We need to put God as number one. Not because I'm saying it, because the Word of God says it over and over and over again. You see, we need to put God first and foremost. Not just on our list, but on the forefront of our hearts, you see. To where it's real, it's tangible. He's real, he's tangible, you see. So I love it, man. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. Well, God bless you guys. I hope that encouraged someone. And just praying that you have an awesome rest of your day. And talk to you tomorrow.